How's it going, everyone? It's Seamus Shortlegs from Precisely Podcast. I'm recording from under the rainbow, and I'm with my special guest. Nope, she's not a guest. (laughs) (laughs) She's a guest today because she's a leprechaun. What's your name? Ah, top of the morning to you, Seamus. My name's Kelly. Nice to see you, Kelly. Nice to see you too, Seamus. And we're with someone else, someone very special to us. Oh, I'm special indeed. It's Shillelagh Shamuel, the party producer. <laughs> I went a little bit transatlantic to come and join you for this broadcast. This broadcast? It's a podcast, Seamus. No, I'm Seamus. <laughs> I always lose track of my broadcasts and podcasts. I always and lose track are all of everyone's over the place. names. <laughs> I always lose track of my lucky charms. <laughs> oh. Happy St. Patty's Day, everyone. When we say we're going to wing it. Yes. <laughs> oh, my cheeks hurt. We just did 10 minutes of trying to do an intro, and we're just going to leave it at that. That one works. It's amazing. How is everyone? Wonderful. How are you? Good. Just lovely. It's going to be St. Patrick's Day tomorrow on Wednesday, the 17th of March. And we are recording on Tuesday, and this will be coming out Saturday. So happy St. Patty's Day to everyone. I hope everyone was safe and everyone was jolly and everyone got the gold at the end of the rainbow. (laughs) (laughs) There were times in that intro where you kind of sounded like that one video. From that TV show, The Mighty Boosh, Old Greg. Have you ever heard oh, of yes, Old Greg? Yes. I'm Old Greg. I'm Old Greg. I call this one Old Greg. Yeah. Oh, God. I call this one Bailey's. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it's kind of Irish. There you it go. is yeah, kind of Irish. Yeah, definitely. Even though it's like New Zealand or something. <laughs> yeah. And he like, what, lived in a lake or something? Yeah. yeah what you doing in, in my waters? Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> uh, so this is Precisely Podcast, a podcast about beer, video games, and leprechauns today, I guess. And guess what, everyone? It's episode motherfucking 69. Nice. nice. Yes. And I did say this was a beer podcast. So can we crack open our beers? Oh, yeah. Sure. All right. <laughs> Fully. Mine's already in a glass. <laughs> yes. All right. So we did pre-pour it. And can we be shocked at the color of this? Oh, wow. It's green. Oh, my God. You know, it's I was going to go a little bit more like. My goodness, this beer is green. <laughs> and not the kind that you get that's like green Bud Light. Oh, this is like yes. good green. Beer. This is a good green. So it's tasty. I've had two of these beers already before this podcast. We're sharing two. Wow. And, uh,. Did not notice it was green until I poured Kelly a glass just now. But this is from New Trail Brewing Company, and it's called Leprechauns Drink Milkshakes 2 Hazy IPA, and it's brewed with mint, vanilla, and lactose. The Leprechauns of Williamsport, PA. Is that where they're from? That is where they're from, and it's absolutely delicious. It's great. It's good. So tell me about it. It's minty. Do you taste mint? I do. It almost reminds me of, like, is it like Chinese restaurants where you get those little chocolates with mint in the center or like of them? The, just the, like, almost 10x sugar and mint all 
punched into that little candy. That's what it kind of reminds me yeah. of. You mean like when you go to Olive Garden and you get the Andes mints at the end? Yeah, Similar. something yes. like that, yeah. Yeah. I, Say, I think the vanilla is what gives me that vibe. Yeah, I, well, it's... When you drink it, it like hits your lips minty, but when it goes down, it's not minty. Yeah, I'm not sure if I like the aftertaste of it, but I feel like it's like a very well balanced beer when it comes to all the flavors. For sure, you know, there's yeah. nothing that's like overpowering it. It's like I usually don't like mint as a flavor when it comes to things. Like I don't like like mint chocolate chip ice cream. You take that. Back Say that right had now. me concerned. I'll admit I was a little bit concerned about that myself, but I was willing to yeah give it a fair shake just for the the sake of trying a new beer. A yeah, I think full it's of good. mint haters. I don't regret it. Wow. I don't hate wow. mint. I sh- I would never say I hate mint. I just yeah. it's not like it's the not kind my of thing preferred. I go after. Yeah. Like I just got a whole bunch of Girl Scout cookies and <gasps> thin mints. Well, I didn't get any thin mints. I got Samoas because oh, that's my the jam. the best. Thank say yo. Give me a high five. That's how we do high fives. I can't believe Samoas are no. literally no. the best Girl no. Scout cookie, cookie there is. No. Yes, no. thank you, dude. No. I bought three boxes of them, and two of them are already gone. Caleb <laughs> only got me one, and I bitched. That's only fifteen. And then, the, and then the next day, is it really only? 15? Yeah. And then the next day, she somehow found another box somewhere. I don't know. She got oh, you it can always like go out to the store, and the I know the girls are out having you know, a hawk their wares. You know what the I was working on okay. Sunday at the antique shop. I was covering the uh-huh. antique shop on Sunday, and the Girl Scouts were there. Yes. And it was really busy all day. And when we were opening, I was helping another vendor out and, you know, whatever. So I was busy all fucking day. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 3.45, so, like, 15 minutes before we closed, I, like, peeked my head out real quick while there was, like, a lull. I was like, hey... Y'all got any Thin Mints? And they're like, no, we sold out. I'm like, are you kidding me? That's all I wanted. I just wanted three boxes of Thin Mints, and that was it. And, and you didn't get one box. Didn't get any. They were out. And Did I'm you like, have any? You Do you kids? have any now? No, I have none. I can sink you some Thin Mints, because Kayla loves Thin Mints. I don't want to take Kayla's stash. That's fine. No, I will not take Kayla's stash okay. as respect to another Thin Mint lover. I will get my own, because they'll be back. So she but- got three boxes of Thin Mints, and she only got me one box of Samoas, and I was like, the ratio of cookies there is far. So wait, the Samoas are the co- the coconut ones, right? Yes, yeah. but don't even say that they're coconut because like they're you caramel and chocolate. Yes, that's what they are. Crispy and the coconut, coconut just gives you the crisp. You know, it just don't gives like you that coconut. crunch. No. Neither do I, but it works with this cookie. It's so damn good. Mm-hmm. I have to say, my second favorites. I like the shortbreads, but then there were these ones a couple years ago. They had like lemon. Like it was a, yeah, like a yeah, lemon yeah. center. I don't yep. remember what they were called, but then they were gone. And I really like those. Every now and again, they'll swap one out. But yeah, I remember that one. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah, Solid. I, I want that one. So yeah, Bring Kayla had like three boxes of Thin Mints. She brought them upstairs one night. She's eating them. And I'm like, ah, I want one, but I don't. And I told her, like, I told her earlier when she had the three boxes of Thin Mints and only one box of Samoas, I was like, you know, Thin Mints, to me, I would only ever eat them if, like, the apocalypse happened and I'm, like, going through people's, like, cabinets and, like, then I see Thin Mints and then I'm like, cool, I'll eat one, you know, like, or, like, I'll grab that, like, if I have room in my pockets, like, I'm thinking, like, Fallout, you know? Thin mints are too heavy. You've, but then she brought them upstairs. <laughs> she brought them upstairs, or I brought her a pack upstairs while we're watching the show. I was like, can I get a thin mint? And she's like, is it the apocalypse? I'm like, 
bitch, give me a Thin Mint. Oh, my God. And I ate one. I was like, yeah, it's good. It's fine. Yeah, it's all right. Cool. But, like, I wouldn't order them. I would have rather have eaten a Samoa all day, every day. I just love that in an apocalypse, <laughs> you're foraging for food and you find a Thin Mint. And it's just, oh, cool. Yeah. It's just like, all right, fine, I guess. Rad. Yeah. Hope it has some radiation in it. Speaking of radiation. Yes. Games I've been interested in playing but haven't actually played yet. Did mm-hmm. you see happen to see that Bethesda games are like all on Game Pass for Xbox now? Well, it's because mm-hmm. they just bought I them. I know. Yeah. But they just decided, hey, if you have Game Pass for PC or for consoles, you get like every Bethesda game of the past Do 15 you get years. DLC with that, though? No. That's okay. the only caveat. And everybody complained about that. But you get like. All the Doom games. Can you, you buy get. the DLC though? Yeah, for cheaper yeah. on. Yeah, I mean, just on do Game that. Pass Stop too. Complaining. Yeah, but you get all those. You get all the Elder Scroll games. You get um, a bunch of stuff. Fallout. I'm still yeah, it's on great. It. You get Fallout 76 and Fallout 4. Yeah, Wolfenstein. Oh, you don't and get you get three. some Wolfenstein games too. You get Oblivion. Um, you do get Oblivion. You get Morrowind, and you get Skyrim. Um, but I think you get New Order and a couple other newer Wolfenstein games. I mean, if you can't get the original Wolfenstein game, get out from under that rock. But uh, yeah, yeah, I thought that was neat. I like how Sam brought some news into our podcast that we never talk about news, really. Yeah, oh, man, this whole podcast about to be news today. Yeah, I guess we got so. news. It's we personal got, news. We got news. So yeah, I mean, at precisely for the last what. I don't know, 105 episodes. We're at episode 69. But nice. Yes. Um, for like the last year. For like for, the last yeah, year. for the last year, we've really been focusing on the community around us and you know people that listen to us, people that we want to interview, and just been yeah interviewing a lot of guests and really enjoying it, really just talk to some amazing people collectors amazing gamers just amazing people that we absolutely love and we couldn't be more grateful for all of them mm-hmm. but at the same time we're like let's talk about ourselves so episode 69 why not let's suck each other off nice. and fucking wow talk about ourselves <laughs> there's a sound bite for this week <laughs> right Ooh. so that's what this episode is about. Um, we're going to talk about games, games that we've been playing, but we really want to catch up on what we've been up to because, you know, it's 2021 and I think we're all doing some pretty cool, unique things yeah. right now. Yeah, I uh, I think when we started interviewing was when, so it's been, as of like this week, past week, it's been a year since basically we all went into a lockdown mode for mm-hmm. the coronavirus. So now... Which really made interviews... A prevalent this was, thing. Too. This was yeah. our big idea. Like, hey, we're recording remotely. Let's get other people in on this. Yeah. Um, so that was what really started that. So it's been a year. Literally, it's been a year of us doing interviews. So, I mean, what better way to celebrate that than to not do an interview? Yeah. <laughs> and it's been great, too. Like, I mean, precisely has been all the way to Canada, which isn't that far. But also, God, you might have to take this out. Is it Switzerland? Sweden. 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 Marcus, I'm so sorry. Sweden. Like my character from that game we played last week. We're, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Oh, I forget what his name gonna, was. We're going to talk about Sven. Sven, yeah. It yeah. was Sven. Um, 
and where the Rita Rabbit uh, amusement park. Where your Rita Rabbit dreams go to die, apparently. Yeah, oh my apparently. god! <laughs> Sweet. Del Grosso's Rita Rabbit amusement park and water slide. <laughs> yes, exactly. So yeah, uh, recently, like just like two weeks ago, we all got together and uh, hung out. Had a really good time at my house. Played. I invited everyone over for games, a game night. And I also invited my buddy Zerb, who's been on the podcast way back when. And he thought game night was like board games, card games, which, you know, understandable. that's understandable. Granted, I have so many fucking video game systems at my house, <laughs> but that's understandable. I like I like board games. I like physical I like the way we split games. it up, though. We- I did, too. What was the game that he brought over that we played that we love so much? Do you guys remember? Um, it's like someone died someone, or something like that. Someone died. Somebody yeah. died, I think is what it's called, or something like that. It's like somebody died, and the premise of the game was that each player gets cards and cr- essentially creates a character, and you all are trying to get an item from somebody who has passed away. Yeah. So Zerb was someone has died is yeah, the name of the game. Yeah, and Zerb was the judge. So he died and No, he didn't die. He was the person Someone who, died and he was the executor was of like their the, will. Oh, yeah, okay. he was like the person in charge of handing out that person's gotcha. items from their will. So he was judging us. Right. And he was it was sort of characters. like like just sort of like improv Dungeons and Dragons, like this is my character, let me tell you who I am, but you get cards you choose cards and those are what makes you that character so i was a robot that only talked in musicals that was born from the forest that was scared of oceans and some other mumbo jumbo and he didn't like my character very much yes and that's how (laughs) i said everything and it was amazing (laughs) it was really good (laughs) i haven't laughed that hard in a while that that game was was so much fun I i was dying yeah. It was really good. Highly who, recommend that. Who won the bongos? I did. Okay. I won the bongos. I was, I can't remember what I said my name was, but I was an antiques collector with two heads or two faces. I'm sorry. I had oh, two right. faces. Yeah. I think I granted you two faces. Yeah. I think you did. Um, and I can't remember what else I was doing. Oh, I was wearing the same outfit as Sam was in real life. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was one of my cards. Um, it yeah. was, yeah, it was a fun game. It was really fun. So someone has died. A storytelling and role-playing adventure, I believe, is like... And it's a card game. The full name of the card game. Yeah. It was pretty neat. It's like really... like (laughs) I mean, this is something that's weird, but like it's really small. So like if you were going somewhere to somebody's house, it wasn't like throwing an entire giant board game in your bag. It's like throwing this little tiny box of cards in. So it's a really fun party game, for sure. And if you're all into like D&D, it's the kind of thing that like you can just throw together right then and there. You don't need to do any kind of prep or have any like long winded campaign. Yeah. Just looking for something short That'd to do for the really night. That'd be really fun if you'd like had a, if you have your like D and D party and then like you take an, a night off from D and D and play that instead, like <laughs> with your like characters. A wild card. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be fun. Absolutely. That'd be really fun. So yeah. Thanks for bringing that Zerb. Yeah. That was really fun. Thank you, Zerb. But yeah, after that we, uh, ventured upstairs to the kiosk room and played some smash brothers. Had a bunch of fun with that. Who won on that? I don't. I don't remember. I did poorly because um, I think I was trying to respect the rules of only having one main per character or per person. And okay. Kelly was playing as Kirby, and Kirby is also my main. We can't have two Kirby mains in the same. <clears throat> but house. then after a while, hmm. I was getting my ass handed to me, so I decided to 
eschew those well. rules and also be Kirby. Yeah. And then I played better. What was that other game we played? Ribbit King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A game that we've talked about multiple times, but I want to stay talking about because it it's literally the best party. I enjoyed that thoroughly. It's that a good game. game. It's so much fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And it's, it's like, up to four players that can play it, yeah. which yeah. is great. Yeah. yeah, we had a good time. It's we like if turns. you're too drunk to play Mario Golf. Yeah, props. <laughs> yeah. That's like the best way I could think to describe it. Yeah, because your frog is your ball, and it has its own mind. Well, and you... Sentient golf balls is a whole other thing, but <laughs> if you if you were too drunk... You, if you were playing Mario Golf, you'd have to worry about like the wind speed and aiming and what club you were mm-hmm. using, right. and you know your swing distance. With with um, Rabbit King, King, you're just just chalking the the frog across the map yeah. and hoping it lands somewhere. <laughs> it doesn't matter where you aim it; it's gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, as long as it's sort of in the direction of the hole, I think you're fine. Yeah, but the other thing is like. Even if you're not the first one in the hole on that round, you can still get a shit ton of a points ton of by points, running yeah. your frog around the map. Yeah. On it, purpose. It's definitely a fun game to play. Yeah. I can say with confidence, I wasn't really entirely sure what I was doing, and I still did well. Yes. And enjoyed the game. And that's a great game. It's when you don't know what you're doing, but you're still winning yeah. at it, yeah. you know? I like that other game we played too for uh, Switch, which was moving out. The, yeah, yeah I'd say it's fun. almost like overcooked, but so, moving. I don't know if we were like this was the end of the night. No, no, it was before we played the. Kiosks. The end of the night we played, I think like New Super Mario Bros or something. Oh, you're yeah, right. Okay, we were playing that. So let's go back to moving out. It was either three quarters of the way of the night, I think. But either way, I feel like we were all. Drinky drunk. We should have been operating at full capacity to play that game. We were not. It was such a tough game. I was, in fact, operating at full volume, though. Yes. Yes. And I left your house feeling slightly regretful because I know Kayla had gone to bed like Uh, an hour and a half. She's the hardest sleeper ever. Don't worry about that. (laughs) Fine as that may be, I'm also the loudest person ever when I've had enough. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) To the point that I used to go to happy hour before I do radio in college. And my mom would listen, and as soon as she hear me talk on the mic, she'd be like, "So how was happy hour?" Ah, oh, nice, <laughs> like, <laughs> nice. Mom. I'm a loud person. Yeah, <laughs> you have a great voice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. Oi. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving out is a party game. I don't know if you can really even play it by yourself because I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You would need AI either way. It's which definitely more fun with a whole crew. It's a lot it's like of fun, playing but Mario it's Party super hard. So people hire a moving company to move their shit into a moving truck. So you got to take their shit in their house and move it to a truck in a set amount of time. And I think you can't what, break stuff either. That's the other thing. Like, no, I thought you could. You could, but you would like lose points if you broke okay. stuff. Either way, I think we got past the first level, and then the second level was like beating our ass. Yeah. I thought we did two, and then we got to three, and it was bad. Okay, it might have been, yeah, it might have been the third level. Either way, takes it ramped a lot up. of teamwork. It yeah. ramped up real it, hard. It needed, you needed to be on your game, and you needed to like be communicating. And all of us were just like, "This is a great time. This is fun. Let's have more beer." <laughs> yeah, and we were not focused on moving. 
But <coughs> the characters were cute too. And I just remembered I was a cat in a little wheelchair. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Which I, I was so confused. Like, that's why I picked the character because I was like, wait, how is. How is he moving the stuff? Yeah, right. My favorite part of <laughs> Kelly's character being in a wheelchair, though, was that the rest of us were all in the moving <laughs> van, the moving and van. Kelly's character had to be wheeling next to it, like, "Hey, wait up!" But <laughs> yeah. everyone just smiling, yeah, like waving. Level, he was yeah, really yeah. going though. His biceps must oh, be. Oh, like, I mean, he, he must was be built. Yeah, he's ripped. super strong. He was right there with the freaking van. He's going forty-five. <laughs> Say, who needs a who needs a truck? Mm-mm. So yeah, either way, we. Didn't get past the third level, I don't think. And I don't know if that was from the beer that we consumed or the game's just very difficult. I think it was the beer. Yeah, I the think so, The fact that we weren't prepared to have that kind I of feel like teamwork happening we that night. We are all very good gamers, and for the third level to, like, mm, that we couldn't pass, I was just like, but we played it, like, what, three times in a row? Yeah, we gave it its due. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing is with those games, and, and like you said, with Overcooked, you have to you have to have people with you that are good communicators. So if you have a communicator, if you're or, all drunk, the, you're no, not. I'm just saying, like if you're playing with somebody and they struggle with communicating in general, it's going to be hard for them yeah. to play this game. It's going to be hard to get that other person in your, I don't know, in your corner. And at the same time, I feel like a lot of it though was more so like the end game of each level, which was organizing the moving truck to make yeah. sure that everything was positioned perfectly. We got, we got the shit out of the house, but we couldn't get it all on the truck in time. Yeah. That was the problem. Yeah. We couldn't all, all we were, get to fit. We were so close to finishing the last level so many times. I feel like we all just got so excited when we got to the truck that we just like, we just, we like, just throw, it. throw it in. He yeah. it in there and said goodbye but and went and got to, the next thing. You actually have to like position each piece of furniture, like the fridge, the table, the chairs, perfectly almost just to fit everything in but also yeah and we had those like sandbox dynamics where when you set something down just like kind of boop 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 and like yeah. bounces yeah, around a little slowly. bit so yeah yeah I don't sure. know. it made it difficult and i i don't think we were in the right headspace to play that game but i'd love to give it another shot when i am yeah me too <laughs> Maybe the first game we play or something. Right, I would. It yeah. would not be a midnight game. It would or end of night game. It would definitely be a beginning of night. Yeah, for sure. So Boomy is snoring hard over there right now. Who Boomy? Yeah. Can you hear him? Yeah, it's cracking so, me up. Yeah. Can you hear him through the mic? I don't know. I can just hear him because he's next to me. Yeah. <laughs> cool boy. It's just funny because we're telling cool this story. <laughs> he's like, I don't go fuck. He's like, yeah, Sam, he cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, what have you guys been up to? Can we start with you, Sam? Yeah. Um, well, as far as games I've been playing, they're pretty much all in the Oculus Quest. Should we go with games that we've been playing? I mean, then, if we want to go that route. Yeah, I mean, we can. Yeah, that's fine. Say, because I haven't really done a ton. Okay. <laughs> go that route. Let's go route. Go that route. Let's go that route. Well, Bo. Yes. I've been playing some games lately. Let me tell you about them. Okay. <laughs> Sam, cut that out. Um, you know, I've been playing. I got the Oculus Quest Two Ooh. as a gift recently, and amazing. It is. It's so cool. I mean, yeah. Most of the games I've been playing, you're familiar with because you have the PSVR, mm-hmm. and 
Beat Saber mm-hmm. and like Tetris, uh, Tetris Effect, mm-hmm. amazing, so cool, so good. I want to. I've actually been thinking about going back to that game, replaying it, having a lot of fun with those. Do they have Fruit Ninja on the Oculus? They do. I yes. haven't actually purchased that yet. Oh, do it. It's but good. Um, the other game that I've been playing specifically for Oculus, are you are you lukewarm on Fruit Ninja? I don't like that. Um, I feel like <laughs> at least the PSVR version that the fruits are way too close to like the screen. But oh. I think it's a fun game though. It's it's not designed properly, right? I feel like, or maybe like I didn't set up the options right. But I feel like the the Could fruits be user are coming. Error. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, well, so let's say the one game I will say the one game I've been playing that's like. I guess we could call it an Oculus exclusive. Okay. Is Vader Immortal? Oh. Is it? It's the Star Wars I thought that VR was, yeah. game. PSVR. No, it's not. I don't think it is because it's, it's developed the, through like by it, Oculus Studio. It's only okay. on Oculus, yeah. So basically it's a three part story where and I've only played the first part. I have the other two parts to play, but I haven't gotten to them yet. It's that you're on a freighter ship, you get captured, and then you interact with Darth Vader. You go through this whole like escape procedure in the first part. You have this companion robot with you. I think the thing that strikes me the most, because with the quest, uh, the quest two, that screen door effect that you get that people always kind of complain about is mostly gone on this one. It's just so detailed. I spent so much time just like looking at the hands yeah. on the leather gloves and noticing that like they they included like tarnish on the gloves. Interesting. And it's not even just like it's a texture map. It's like if I hold it close enough to my face, I get that effect that like I'm buying into it. And it's yeah. it's just without having any kind of tether or anything, it's so immersive. Um like I use like my whole basement to play. Nice. And uh yeah, Vader Immortal just it's a really cool experience cuz you can you can use a lot of space to walk around. I only punched my ceiling like once or twice so far. But. And w- and with the <laughs> Oculus Quest, you can actually like set up your own border, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You just Which draw is it out on the floor. Nice fucking yeah. thing about and the Oculus. The cool thing is that the tracking is in the headset. On some of the PC VR stuff, it's based on like lighthouses around the room. Yeah. But with this one, it's all it's four sensors on the headset, and it's just ridiculous like how compact it is because it's essentially just like and it's wireless oh yeah it's basically just like an android device in a headset but it's a little bit more powerful than that whereas the psvr is literally just using the ps camera yeah and so you only have that space yeah Mm -hmm. and um the thing i'm really excited to try because i figured out some like more pc hack kind of things with it is completely turning off the guardian and taking it to like a really wide open space and just like walking around. Cause there's some experiences that are a little bit more open ended that I'm really curious just to see like what the limits of them are. It's pretty cool. Um, like what? Uh, so, well, the one that I'm not going to be able to do it with that I'd really like to is uh, Google Earth has like a 
jump a VR off a fly around kind of thing. Sorry, I was going to say jump off of a bridge sim- simulator, but uh, that <laughs> well, was, that's that actually was a a game. morbid. That's a game. Wait, it's really? called Richie's Plank Experience. Ugh. I have it, and it is frightening. So that's so scary. Richie's Plank Experience is like a what you do to mess with people if they ask to check out your VR headset is the okay. best way to explain it. But basically, you start on the ground, you take an elevator to the 80th floor of a building, and then it's just a plank that you walk <laughs> out on. I kid you not, I was standing in my basement, and I had to like go on my hands and knees and like feel around like this is legit right wow and i finally build up enough courage to like just step out onto it because it's so immersive like you your brain buys yeah. all of it and the first time that it let me and there's a version of it called nightmare mode that literally like lets you just fall does it okay yeah. and as you're falling you start to see the the ground level the horizon and everything in your brain is like you are going to hit the ground. Oh my God. And you just feel this rush in your brain. Like everything sinks. But then you realize like you're in your basement and it's a VR headset. Yeah. And it is. How does it end? That it just, nightmare edition or whatever. It just fades to white and then you're back at the ground. And But like it comes to a stop. And yeah. when it does that, it does like a, a fade to white and then it resets the game. Ooh. So by then you're like, okay everything's fine yeah or before then how uh, long how long are you falling three seconds five the seconds? whole like realistic physics falling from the 80th floor it takes like a Seven couple seconds, seconds. Yeah. yeah something like that okay it's it's freaky yeah. i bought into it like real hard because it's it's just that immersive so it's just blackness around you when you're falling no it's like a whole cityscape oh oh yeah, it's Shit. like a full-on cityscape. And I guess the other thing people do is to really mess with like your senses on it. People actually set this up where they put like a plank up on like two chairs. Ooh, I was going to say are they putting fans up so like if you feel like the wind Oh, I'm sure going people have done everything, and... but Ooh. I saw somebody there, it's like a picnic bench or like a board or something, and they had their oh family try it and it like messes with people oh man Yeah, if you want to mess with people it's richie's plank experience i think it's on like all the vr stuff but it's just like a quick experience kind of thing okay i mean i'll look it up it's psvr i I feel like try it like once i think you have to it's like i feel it took me forever to like realize like i can trust my brain i'm not gonna like fall i feel like the playstation might not have it but it might it's hard to say I don't, I don't really know. I feel like the PlayStation wants to censor a bunch of stuff with VR. The thing is, it's not like I've been looking for be porn for the longest time and I cannot <laughs> find it. All right. Wait, are you telling me that Pornhub hasn't gone VR yet? You can't access it through PlayStation. It's a huge right? market they're missing. <laughs> right, Sam? Listen, Pornhub, if this? you're listening. Am I right? <laughs> I don't know. It's not Pornhub, it's PlayStation. They I know, don't. But I'm saying Pornhub. If you're listening and you haven't tapped into the VR world yet, uh, yeah, trademark, please. <laughs> All the money goes to me now. I had the idea. That's Neat. fine. I'm Bo pretty sure every. I'm, I'm pretty sure every horny person with a VR headset wants porn at one time. Can I touch VR titties? <laughs> I've, I've typed that in at least four times. So <laughs> only yeah. four? Yeah, maybe three. Not. <laughs> Titties, maybe two, but okay. Yeah. Can 
I touch Can VR I watch boobies. PSVR porn? No. <laughs> just, just comes up on, no. <laughs> no. Brought to you by episode 69. Nice. Yes. Nice. Oh, nice. <laughs> Why do I keep saying yes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what have other people been playing? I mean, I've been playing a lot. Um, I'll get into it with the game that I most recently played, which is The Messenger for the Switch. And it's a lot of fun. It's an 8-bit side-scroller platformer, puzzle platformer. Have you played it? No. Mm -mm. Have you heard of it? I Mm -mm. don't think so. It's really good. I think it came out in 2018. I think it's almost for every plat platform like xbox playstation mm-hmm. switch um oh that reminds me but of the it, game i was playing it has a callback to all the good retro video games and it just works very well it's a metroidvania um very reminiscent of castlevania games very reminiscent of ori or celeste even and after each like level there's like a sonic Cutscene, you know how like Sonic is like rolling by and it's like uh, Green Hills. So you mean like full on like Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes, okay. like that. Those little scenes where it's like yeah. Green Hills, like the title one screens. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will do that after okay. each level. Yeah. Um. Every time you die in the game, this little devil comes out and is like does a little check mark, hmm. and then it does a a screen, which is like the loading screen where you you'll go back then after this loading screen to your last save point or checkpoint and the devil will say something witty on how you died. So I died on spikes, right? Mm-hmm. I fell on some spikes. He's like, Oh, you didn't know spikes killed you. It's like, all right, cool. That's fine. I tried jumping to a platform that I didn't reach and I fell to my death. He's like, were you looking for a hidden area or something? <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, stop. You know, yeah. <laughs> like I, I, I get it. I'm right. dying. But this little devil will take all your coins from you uh, for like a minute, minute and a half of time after you come back to life. So everything that you kill that you gain coins from, he's just swiping from you. And then eventually he'll disappear. But I'm pretty sure like near the end of the game or at the end of the game, he's going to be like, hey, you died 157 times, you know, or yeah. whatever. Um, But it's it's just so... It breaks the third or fourth wall all the time within the game. There's characters that just like have so much hum- humor to them and tells you like as the player like what you're doing wrong or what you're doing right yeah. and stuff. And it's just like really well done. It's an indie game, but it's really well done. So I down- downloaded this on the Switch for $16.99. It was on sale, three bucks off. Uh, it's usually nineteen ninety nine. But it came with a free expansion pack, too. So I think it's like a whole nother map or area um, that was for free on the Switch. So I'm pretty sure it's free like everywhere else. But highly recommend The Messenger. It's a lot of fun. Um, Besides that, I've been playing Guacamelee a lot on the Wii U. And it's another platformer. And it's super fun. I feel like I'm near the end of it. It's made by a Spanish company, 
um, indie company, and it's very like Spanish influence, a lot like Spanish music going on. You're uh, a Liche Libre, I believe. Lucha Libre. Lucha Libre, which is a Mexican wrestler. A Mexican wrestler. With the face masks and everything and the fancy yeah. pants. Yeah. And uh, cool. you're just beating up things. Like Jack Black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Nacho Libre, right? Mm-hmm. So you're just beating up enemies and doing combo attacks and just getting through each level uh, puzzle platforming wise and so much fun. Like really couldn't ask for anything better right now. And it's funny like how I can juggle two platformer games at the same time, but it's like my Wii U's in one room and the Switch is in a different room and I'm just able to do it and it's nice. Like do I want to be with my wife or not? Like, <laughs> like, is she watching a show that I don't want to? I'll just go and play Guacamole, you know, on the Wii U kiosk. Is she passed out on the couch? I'll play The Messenger. Thank you. We're good. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, thank you. But, uh, yeah, I mean, besides that, played a few other games. Advance Wars for the Game Boy Advance uh, before I go to bed and cadence of Hyrule for the switch. I started playing, but that, that game is weird. It's hard. You got to be on beat. Have you guys tried that or heard no, of it? I, I've heard of it. And I know my cousin's kid has been playing it, but I haven't tried it. Is yes. that the one that's like those other, it's, it's cadence like, of something, right? I cadence think. of Hyrule, I think is right. But isn't it also like those necromancer games? Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's like, not skinned, but it's, but but it's Zelda designed yeah. in the Zelda. Yeah, and universe. it has the music of Zelda games. Yeah, but you move your character with the beat of the song. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like you, a rhythm RPG. Yeah. So yeah. you have to button press if you want to like. I mean, just like attacking is moving forward towards an enemy, right? But you have to do it on beat. Right. So either you're good at that or you're not. I wasn't the greatest at it, so you can turn that off where you just go one at a time where like it's your turn it's enemy's turn it's your turn it's enemy's turn um i don't know if i'm going to go back to it like i got it in a lot that i traded a bunch of pokemon cards for and i got a bunch of like i got three video games two switch and one ps4 game for a bunch of like common pokemon cards so tried it out it's cool but yeah not my cup of tea in the sense cool yeah how about you I haven't been playing a lot because I don't have time, but um, I've been playing, uh, just I've been playing in the evenings the Call of Duty Zombies with my friends because we've been working on uh, trying to complete different things like uh, Easter eggs, different achievements and things like that. So like we have a long list of things in our like chat group that we're trying to achieve, like going a hundred rounds or like. What else was there? There was like X filling with only melee. So like you can't use a gun. You're just killing zombies with knife attacks. How many do you have to kill? Well, you got to go through at least 10 waves. Uh, everyone does? or Everyone. And Ooh. then you have to leave. And when you when you select to like leave, so when you select to X fill, they like call in a chopper and they're like, hey, we're coming to get you. But then it, like the zombies just swarm. And then, like, armored zombies show up and shit, and bosses show it It's madness. So, that would be difficult to do. But 
yeah, um, there's there's a lot of different ones that we want to get done, um, but it's been fun. Like, it's just a good way to relax and like I can yeah. just hop on and chat with my friends for a little while and play that. And it's just it's kind of mindless. And like for me, I like it because it's one of those games where it's repetitive in a way that you know if I just if I want to play zombies, I can just train zombies. Like I just run in a circle, train them, turn around, kill them till I need to reload. Then I'm reloading while I'm running. Then I turn around, shoot him again. You know, like it's just Are the maps that big enough that you can do that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know. Last time you ever played it, it's yeah. I feel like the last zombie game that I I played that was Call of Duty based. It's not just one room anymore. Yeah, it was usually just like a room. It's a whole map. A couple rooms or something. No, it's a whole map. Yeah, so you can definitely like run around. But that's like I think why I like it to help me like relax. And just kind of unwind is because it's a very repetitive game for me. Like, I know okay. what's going to happen. I know when things are going to spawn. And, like, I just have to time it right with myself. So that's, I don't know. And, like, what what loadout you have and stuff like yeah. that. So that's kind of why I like playing that in the evening. But that's really all I've had, had time to play. I really want to get back to playing the new Super Mario. But I haven't had the time. That's um, That's on my list of things I want to play. Awesome. And finish. Awesome. Next. I have one other game that I've been playing that I got to tell you about. Your turn's over. I totally yeah. forgot about so, it. That's done. Yeah. And you're never going to hear about it because my turn is over. <laughs> <laughs> tell us. Tell us. Uh, so Sam, cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, cut that out. It's a game called Horus. Uh, oh. It's a... It's a sort of an indie developed platformer, but it's this British developer called 505 Games... It's mm-hmm. only on PC and Switch right now. Um, it came out like September, a year and a half ago, 2019. And I got it for free through the Epic Games Store. Every Thursday, they put out a new free game. And I let it sit there for like six months. And my favorite part is I accidentally clicked on it like a month or two ago. Really? And I started playing it. And it's like a 2D, like 16-bit looking pixel art kind of yeah. game. But... It's it's really developed in a 3D engine, so it's an interesting platformer. It uses all four like direction dimensions. Um, it like sort of it sort of issues gravity a little bit, and I've had a lot of fun playing it. Basically, the main character is a robot butler, and he starts out in a mansion, and the story really expands from there. Um, it does a lot of parody, not necessarily parody making fun of, but like parody of a bunch of different like. 90s arcade games in minigame fashion. Mm-hmm. Okay. The majority of the game, it's like a really linear story, but the majority of it is just sort of exploration platforming. Um, I think I've played like five, six hours of it, but it's a lot of fun. I've even heard it. I don't, I don't quite understand the comparison, but people call it like Earthbound with a British spin. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have an RPG element, so I don't understand quite that comparison. I think it's more so... Like the outlandish direction that the story goes more than anything. Yeah, maybe the humor of it. And that too. Yeah. Um, there is a very dry humor to the butler because he's like, he's a, a British robot whose voice is in the same monotone most of the game. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of like quirky elements that you pick up along the way, like different skills and stuff. I've really enjoyed playing it though. Cool. And it's a pretty cheap game, if I remember. Like, yeah, it looks cool. Looking. You can get it like fifty percent off on most stores every now and again. I think, but at most, you pay like maybe fifteen bucks for it. Yeah, on Switch. But um, really fun game. 
um, if you're looking for another platformer that's not terribly expensive, but it's a pretty uh, fully fleshed out game. I've cool. really enjoyed it. And a lot of it's almost like the best way I could describe it is it's like sort of half puzzle, half platformer, like puzzle platformer dealy, because a lot of the platforming elements rely on sort of those non-conventional mechanics. Like, oh, I need to jump high enough here so that I jump to the ceiling so I can walk on the ceiling to get around this part and walk around yeah. the walls and then jump back onto the floor to avoid obstacles. Um, sometimes it uses like in lack of a better way to explain it, 3d plane, like the Z axis instead of the X, Y axes um, to like escape stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I started playing that a lot and then I got the Oculus and I haven't touched it since, but I need to pick it back up because it's, it's a really fun game to just sort of sit back and play a platformer. And it's sort of that super Nintendo era style. So I appreciate it too. And there's some really funny parodies. There's been like rhythm game parodies, some uh, space Harrier, like Sega. There was a parody of that at one point. Um, There's apparently some like first person shooter parody at some point. I haven't seen that yet, but there's a lot more to the game. I don't think I've even uncovered yet. So yeah, Horus, check it out. That's really cool. Cool. So let's crack open our second beer. It's a. Hold on. She's got a real one. I saved it. It's hit beer. Mm-mm. It's alt beer. Alt beer. All right. Oh, oh yeah, that's an A. Okay. It's auf German front. Brewed all the way in the Bavarian land of Campbell, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this is from our favorite brewery called Evergreen. <laughs> Do you want to say that without sounding like you're Do drowning? Do you know Seamus? <laughs> <laughs> this is our favorite... Beer from Evergreen. <laughs> it's not- It'll be great. <laughs> I don't know what accent it is anymore. It's Hitler. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> don't know. Um, Sam, take that out. <laughs> yeah, please take that out. <laughs> it's it's called Altbier. Yeah, we are drinking Altbier. Says we're out now. Altbier. Altbier. It's a German beer, like us. We're beer and German. <laughs> We're beer. <laughs> <laughs> I am the beer. <laughs> this is the worst podcast right now. Either way, it's a, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's a German style ale is what it says. There's in Sie Deutsch. There's uh, <laughs> Altbier Ale is specifically what they describe it. There's a hops in the center of it with like a crest, like a lion's crest behind the hops. And then there's like two cranes or uh, egrets or something on the sides of it. It's like a big. Um, there's it's it's Latin at the bottom, though. As I say, is that Latin? It says et frui fricus. Et frui fricus. I don't, I don't know. know. I know German. I don't know Latin. I don't so. know either. I'm from uh, Pennsylvania. Well, I I took five, six years of German class. Either way, so I've been like, so I bought this beer and then I bought our third beer off the whim too, just because 
I'm getting a little, not a little sick, but like I'm getting a little sick of IPAs. What? What? I know. Bruh. I know, right? I gotta check my bro self in the mirror or something. Bro, bro, bro. But I'm liking this beer. It's good. It's not bad. I don't it, think it's mixing well with the mint from the previous beer for me. Okay. I, I think that first sip was not the right. I was like, well, this tastes nasty, but I think it's because of the mint that's still sitting in my it's mouth. It's not the, I mean, it's a German beer. I don't know. Like, maybe not. I have determined that in English, At the thing fricus? on, it means, and enjoy fricus. Ah. I'm fricus enjoying it. It says frico in English, but I don't know that that's a word either. Maybe it means fresh. Enjoy freshly. Yeah. I mean... It tastes like a red ale or a lager or something. Let us know if you speak Attenlay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you do, you're probably dead. It's a dead language. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to guess that it means and enjoy fresh. Yeah. I, I would. They might have fucked it up. Well. I, I or mean, Google did. I, I don't. Or I did. Anyway. I think I think they probably did fine. No, this is. It's cool. It's very. um. Very Oktoberfest. I I was kind of getting that vibe too, because I tend to bust out my regular old German style ales right around that time. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that it's coming out now at this time of year. It's not a German beer time. It's always like. German beer time. Well, I mean, like <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, it's usually those come out towards the fall, and this is out now. But that's fine. I'm cool with it. I'm down. Yeah, I could pretty much. I think there's probably a significant portion of my family whose veins course with German style ales. So, well, this, this just po- sort of feels right. This podcast now, the beer that we've drank is now me, 50 50, Irish mm-hmm. German. Mm-hmm. So, here we go. Of course, nice. I always me say too. I'm German. I'm really more Pennsylvania Dutch. We've discussed this already. Yeah, same. Do we need to talk about green stuff again or any of that? No. No, no. we We're don't good. need to. We don't We're need good. to rehash those. <laughs> no, but let's talk about ourselves, though. Sam, let's start with you. Or us, well, or I was whatever. gonna say, let's start with you because technically, okay. what I'm gonna talk about has to do with something else you're working on. Yeah. So I filmed the documentary. I don't know, seven, eight years ago. That was really cool. I invited over ten artists to come and paint an old farmhouse that I lived at when I moved back from Oregon to Pennsylvania, and they painted for seven days straight. We had a gallery showing. Uh, a bunch of people showed up for it, and the house got demolished for new homes to be built on that land. So I filmed this. I had a bunch of like GoPros on the artists, a bunch of different cameras set up. It was a lot of fun. I've been holding on to that footage because I'm not the best editor. I mean, you guys know from older podcasts that I'm not the best editor. <laughs> like, <laughs> thanks. But yeah, I mean, I got the podcast out. I was good at that. After Tony left, Tony was the editor. He wasn't good either. But, um, (laughs) like, he wasn't. Like, he learned himself, and and literally, I had to hit him up after he left. Like, bro, what am I doing? He's like, fucking YouTube it. And I'm like, "Ah, all right. (laughs) So, I learned whatever. Then Sam came along, and Sam hit me up at the best time ever and was like, I would love to edit your stuff. And I was like, cool. I appreciate that because I just love producing it and I love making the content. I'm not good at the the 
finishing product of the contents. So either way, Sam. That's the only part I'm good at is the end part. You're, you have a great voice, though, too. Yeah, you know. And I just sit here for the rest of it. I'm just the color Kelly's, commentary. Yeah, just, Kelly's just good at what she does. Sure. And that's fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I edit video like for a living. That's yes. one of the things that I do all day, or day. So Bo was mentioning I have this documentary and all this footage, and I've been trying to edit it. Would you like to take a look at it and see if you think it's something you can edit? So I watched the original cut that Bo did of this because um, I wasn't it for a college project. Yeah, the it, original it was, concept. Anyway. It was in my last semester of college. Right. So yeah. um, there, there is a cut of the documentary that it existed, and a whole lot more footage and interviews and um, just hours and hours of footage. Yeah, lots and. It's probably overwhelming. Well, for a lot of people, it would be. But for me, it's the kind of project that it's like, this is something I could really, you know, sink my teeth into. You don't often just get somebody that says, hey, I shot, you know, 30 hours, hours, 200 200 hours. hours, I don't know how many it actually is. I don't know. It's like almost two. No, it's probably one fashion. It's probably, it's it's a lot. It's a lot of film. But either way. Yeah. You don't usually just get somebody that's like, I shot all this stuff and it it tells a pretty interesting story, but I can't edit it. Usually I'd have to go do that myself. So it's a pretty cool opportunity for me to sit down and kind of, it's almost like a time capsule for you yeah. because it is just enough. It doesn't like saying it like it was 2014 doesn't make it seem as long ago, but then when you say it was seven years ago, it sounds so much longer. Yeah, definitely. Like 2014 to me doesn't seem like a long time ago, but then seven years ago sounds long. So it's an interesting time capsule, a little chunk in time. And to clarify, you knew that the house is being demolished. Yes. So people came and painted as a temporary exhibit to street art. Yeah, I asked the landlord. When he gave me the two months notice, I was like, well, like after like a couple weeks, I like came up with this idea. Like if it's going to get demolished, what if I can just, you know, paint, paint the insides of it, you know, have a bunch of friends over, have a party and record it and have fun with it. Does this work landlord? And he's like, "Mm, let me talk to the other people that I work with. And he never got back to me. And I was just like, we're doing this anyway. Right. I I talked to the artists and they're like, yes, every artist I talked to is like, yes, I am down. And yes, I will be there. I was like, cool. These are the kind of artists that wouldn't have often asked for permission for their exhibits for the most part. Yeah. Some of them are graffiti artists and, you know, others are, you know, self-proclaimed artists that have shown from New York to San Francisco. Okay. You know, um, it, and some like just started painting big things like this that day, you mm-hmm. know, when it happened. So, but they're all central Pennsylvania artists when yeah. it comes down to it. But yeah, it's a cool documentary and I'm really excited that Sam, you know, has my hard drive and is working on it. Yeah. So right now uh, we're, we're still in pretty much, preliminary stages on it but hopefully later this year we have something to show yeah um right now i'm just digging through there's about uncut with each of the different artists there's about three and a half hours worth of interviews just the interviews wow um and that's 
uh, a big task to go through to really pare down to something we can yeah. use. Um, and then from there, it's really just a matter of really looking through all the footage and finding kind of that that through line to yeah. tell the story. And we discussed it a little bit. There might even be potentially like not necessarily an epilogue, but like a little bit more reflection because you were the only one that never really got like a proper interview. Yeah. But I'll be curious um, once we pull that through line out of that story, what we can make of all the different yeah. kinds of responses we got. But probably the, I was going to say probably the most compelling interview was when you went to, was it a nursing home? Yeah. Yeah. And you went and met the, the owner of the property. Rayanne Black. Rayanne. And um, she gives a fairly lengthy account of her experience at the house, which will tell a completely different story probably to what the interview from every one of the artists is going to tell. So I'm, I'm kind of curious to yeah. juxtapose the two and then find a way to layer in your experiences with yeah, the whole situation. Yeah, I'm excited situation. for it all. Yeah. So thank you, Sam. So what, what are we calling project. this project at this point? It's, I mean, right now on YouTube, you can search it, um, the trailer of it. It's called What Remains uh, hyphen VOL1, volume one. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that said. Um, There's a four minute interview on YouTube or a four minute like trailer clip on YouTube. Right. Um, that said, too, we are actively seeking some soundtrack participants. Yeah. If you think you have some music to contribute that you have no problem sharing in the creative process, meaning we can't really pay you for it. Um, we would love to have your music be a part if we think it's a good fit. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. watch the trailer. Yeah. And, uh, check out the trailer. We'll probably have fit. another trailer coming at some point too. Cool. Yeah. So that's the thing I'm doing. I love it. Thank you, Sam. I, I appreciate you so much. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I've wanted to share with everyone on Precisely's family's page and, you I was going to ask. And just with everyone in general on my game page and everything, uh, I shared it on my personal page, but I want to share it with you all. <laughs> is... I got a new truck. No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't. I'm just so glad we could finally talk about it. Uh, no, I didn't. My wife is pregnant. Yay! I'm going to be a dad. Yeah! And I am very excited for it. This is the best news I could possibly ever have in my life. So, yeah, I'm really embracing it. And, you know, it's a shocker, but it's also what my wife and I wanted for the longest time. And I couldn't be happier that it's happening how it is. So, one of us. One of us. Yes, 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 yes. Gobble, gobble, gobble. I love that. Freaks. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, we'll see, like, what happens with Precisely. Not to say, like, Precisely is going to die or anything, but, like, it might slow down a little because we are all busy with things. We are. We are all busy um, with things. As my kid sleeps at my house yeah. as we speak. Sam, I mean, you're an amazing father for all the shit that you do. Oh, thank you. Yeah, like... You're you do it all, and you still have a, a less than a one year old, right? Ten months old. Yeah, wow. it's amazing. So, and his name is Link. His name is Link, which was a coincidence. And I, you <laughs> know, I told Sam 
when we found out that Kayla was pregnant, I was like, I'm going to name my son Gannon. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, and I hope you know, I might win. They're going to be mortal enemies. Oh my God. I can't wait to watch this play out. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. Um, We're not going to name the son Gannon, and we don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet. And Gannon's not really a girl name, so it could be. It could be. It totally could be. It could be, but we got the girl's name figured out, and we're not going to share it here. Don't. Don't. Don't I didn't tell anybody what we're not Lincoln's name was. We're not going to tell my parents the names. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't either. Yeah, we don't want any. I want to be surprised that it's going to be Gannon. <laughs> yes, but no. I just generally I want to be surprised. I'm I will very, say very I do happy. have a bib for Link that is like a Link outfit. Yeah, complete with I've a cape yeah, and yeah, the Triforce yeah. and it's like. Cute. So, if Ganon does appear in the block, yeah, <laughs> be ready. Say if everything just goes dark mode. Yeah, in our neighborhood. Oh no. That's awesome. Yeah, the moon's coming down in three days, just so you know. Shit, I'll just be over at my house like, God damn those kids. (laughs) (laughs) Going at it again. So, yeah, either way, that's our exciting news. You know, baby's coming and everything. When is baby coming? uh, Supposedly, at first, it was going to be on our anniversary, actually, which is September 22nd. But it might actually... Be pushed a week before that, yeah. When we had the OBGYN appointment, uh-huh. uh, the baby was 13 weeks instead of 12 weeks, okay, to with its size ratio, yeah. So we might have been thinking a little later than what it actually is. Well, been there, except yeah. the other way around, yeah. They said, Yeah, he's coming April 21st, yeah, and on May the 4th. He was born. Oh, really? Damn, yeah, my he's child a, just he's has a, a Star prophecy. Wars baby named yeah, Link. He does, he's right? just a prophecy. He's just going to be a big ass nerd. It sounds yeah, like. I mean, <laughs> that was death. That was pre clandestine. Let's be real. You're like, uh, yeah, it's May May the third right now, but uh, you're going to wait another day, <laughs> please. Trust me. By midnight, the night before he was born, it's like, bro, you could have showed up like. Three days ago by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I believe it. No, it's the best, which no one understands until it's theirs, but yeah. it is. No, oh, for sure. I can't wait. And I mean, until he throws broccoli all over your kitchen floor. Yeah. Broccoli's not that bad to That's clean up, bad. though. Uh, I'd take broccoli over like, is it like sweet butter, potato or is something. It buttery. No, it's just all soft and like it all. He, it's fine. It's not greasy. He chews it all up. Do you have a dog? He, no. Right, so you well, have dogs, so never mind. Yeah. yeah, that's your problem. Yeah, dogs fix everything. Yeah. Cats don't. Yeah. He learned it at my parents' house. They have a dog at their yeah. house. So yeah, exciting stuff at Precisely. But... Kelly. Oh, it's my turn. What have you been up to? That's your new theme song, by the way. My new theme song. And then I just appear out of like a mist. It's time for Kelly's news. Breaking. Late breaking. Perfect. Thank you. All of that introduction was absolutely necessary. Are you done now? 
Ja. Okay. Ja. What have you been up to? These poor people Just are fucking tell us. On the edge of their seats. What are you doing to the damn listeners? <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. Well, I'll definitely see it. <laughs> Solid block yeah. in the waveform. Oh, um, I got a brick and mortar store. Ta-da. Thank you. That's the big news. Um, you got an actual I, store. You fuck, got. I fucking have keys. Full I leased, on store. You got a the building. The Piper's Dream of all gamers. Is that what it's called? The Piper's Dream. A pipe dream. <laughs> a pipe dream. It's a, a pipe, pipe dream. dream. Yeah. Where it's like, uh, I play video games, uh, I collect video games. Uh. I would say that it feels like a pipe dream if you start out by just sort of trading right. to get your stuff. But I would say it's more like, as far as you a may- collector, trader, collector, yeah. for it's the a, purpose of it, selling. It's a trajectory. Yeah, i say it's Absolutely. definitely an end, end goal. Kind it's of a thing. trajectory. and But if you would have asked me five years ago if this was my dream, I would have been like... Oh, I don't know. I mean, like, I could do it, but, like, yeah, I don't think I, until I ruminated on it and really realized what buying and selling items was like, I don't think I realized how much I enjoyed it and how much I truly wanted to do it for a living. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's been an interesting journey that kind of brought me here, but here we are. So tell us about it. <sighs> yes. So, um... Uh, about two weeks ago, I have, well, for the last couple of months since I left my nine to five, I've been looking at retail locations, just like looking, I would just drive the long way home through different towns and just look to see if there were buildings for rent and call numbers and go on websites and look at places and be like, oh, that's too expensive or this isn't right or, you know, whatever. It, It just wasn't a fit. And then I saw this one and I reached out and I went and saw it and I was like, this is, this is it. This is everything that I wanted. And it, it was a perfect location. It just, all the pieces fell together on it. And, um, I've been moving my stuff in this month and, uh, I'm looking to open early April. It's an awesome spot too, as a, a townie of the town that Kelly's shop is going into myself. Because I've been local to like New Cumberland, Camp Hill, Lemoyne, where we're all doing this show my mm-hmm. entire life. So mm-hmm. it's a really cool spot in New Cumberland, and yeah. it's an awesome it's an awesome store because there's never really been anything like that down there. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I, when I did this, I was like, I was like, this is what I want. This is what I want. Yeah, this is about. This is the first time I made a decision based on me, and I didn't really take into it account. Like, I mean, I did, but like, I didn't take into account how it would affect others around me. But I had so many positive responses, total strangers reaching out to me on the internet, other local business owners. Like, this is an amazing idea. There's nothing like this here. There has Great. been nothing like this here. I'm so excited for this to open. People have just come up to the door while I'm working and knock on the door and just be like, I'm so excited for this. And like, yes. there's just like a whole ton of like 
outpouring of support from these random humans that I d- didn't even know. Yeah. And you're, you're hitting it in stride, too. It's a good time in the town. Yes. It's on an upswing as far as revitalization goes it's in like huge. the downtown yeah. area down there. I've gotten, I, I joined a, the business association recently, good. and I've gotten in with some of the business owners and people around there, and I've heard about some of the upcoming plans of things and things that are going to yeah. be moving in. Say, it's especially uh, even that nonprofit theater organization. Yep, they're going to have that done by the end of the year. Bringing back the West Shore Theater. Yep, they're going to have events. Um, it's yeah, be good. Say, uh, a friend of mine runs uh, Fantastic Skate and Snow down mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it's a good shop. Um, Is that still open? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's still open. He has a couple locations still. Uh, shout out to Aaron. He's awesome guy. But yeah, it's uh, a red, red yeah, spot. it's a, it's a. It's a cool opportunity yeah, from I my mean, perspective. You, so where you're located is New Cumberland, Pennsylvania. Um, it What street is it? It's on Market Street. So, And this is something that I didn't think about until one of the local business owners told me. But it's really a central location because it's five minutes off the turnpike. It's five minutes off of 81. It's five minutes off of 83. Yeah. Like... You know, it you're just hopping right off the highway and you're right there. Like yeah. it's really a central oh, right spot. There, yeah. But it's in such a quaint little historic section. Yes. That's very um I, I don't want to say touristy, but like very It's not like it's New, not Cum- touristy, New Cumberland is not a touristy area. But it's definitely an attraction spot. But it's an area that like even me, being a Lemoyne resident likes to go to New Cumberland. Right. Which is literally right next to me, but it's a place that like I like to visit to hit up three different places when I go. Yeah. It's it's so a, to me it's a touristy spot it's an because attraction. I'm, I'm going to more yeah. than just one place. Yeah. It's an attraction. Like you it's know? drawing in specific people. Like there are very specific shops there that have very specific clientele that's almost like I, I would say like almost like a gift shop yeah. kind of thing. Things but like also that. like Beer influence and liquor influence. There's too. a distillery right there. Right there is There's Dead Lightning Distillery. Delicious restaurants all May around. May I say the best location of Nido Burrito? Absolutely, the best. I've never been to that one actually. Dude, say oh. with the the, the mural. mural painted by uh, Stephen Haas. Yeah, looks Stephen great. Haas, say, boy. Yeah, looks love great. Stephen and yeah. uh, his his hometown general area. He got to paint that mural on like. Yeah. A sixty foot wide building it's down there huge, in downtown. It's a oh, huge yeah. mural yeah. and it's beautiful. It's bright and it just pops. That whole it just brings color to the whole town. And right, it's yeah. beautiful. Say, I used to live like maybe I want to say like four blocks from there. I yeah. lived up on Bridge Street off of Seventh. Yeah, and it's a fun place to be. Yeah, and the other thing is, it's just like people are just like you know, just like people who live there or people who are visiting there. You know, just are like walking around. Just, Pleasant. Yeah. There's just people just out on the street just like walking through the town yeah. there's plenty of stuff to like see plenty of shops to go to like i said restaurants we got the distillery there's a lot of stuff that's going to be opening up soon so it's really a pretty easy trip and it, there's definitely one of my favorite stuff. dive bars is fratelli's right next to you yeah yeah i've heard a lot of good things and i definitely uh, want to so go good. i mean they I, don't their beer selection is it's, very minimal, but it's a dive bar, yeah. and that, that's why I want to go. Because but if I you, go to the yeah, dive bar. <laughs> I mean, if yeah, if you want like good bar food, honestly, if you want really good pasta, it's Italian owned, and they make legitimate pasta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a pizza place. But if you want like chicken fingers, we'll yeah. do that. There's too. a pizza place right next to door to me. It's fantastic. I just had the pizza the other night. It was so good. Villa Roma, so yeah. good, so good. But yeah, tell us about your spot. Like you have a big 
window, a mm-hmm. big open room. I went there the other day. I've been there what at least twice, probably. Did you go there twice? I thought you went once. Maybe what just it? once. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I've been there twice. <laughs> I mean, you're always welcome to come back. I know. I'm gonna <laughs> help Thursday bring over show. Yeah. My name's Shamus. Short legs. <laughs> Jimmy short legs gonna be driving the short legs. Oh my god! Uh, Boomer did not like that he noise. Did not. He did not. I was wondering where Boomer was. Cool. Um. All right. So I'll tell you about it. It's yes. it's so the building actually that I'm in is it's connected. There's like a laundromat, the pizza shop, and a salon, and me. Um. As far as retail spots in the bottom half. And then there's apartments above. Um, This building actually was built in the 1800s, 1860s, I think it was. Okay. Um, There's actually a historical plaque on the front of my building that says one of our previous governors lived here. So that's cool. I want to do some... I am kind of a history buff, so I want to do some research and kind of like make a little homage to him in the shop like here you know if you saw the plaque out front here's what this dude is and what he did retro and rad and gubernatorial yeah is he a good guy though i don't know i didn't look into any i'd make sure that he is no but i just want to like acknowledge like he was a governor of pennsylvania he lived here william penn lived here william penn himself Mm -hmm. built the building shakespeare yes william shakespeare (laughs) also lived here yeah so uh no same one right (laughs) It's it's cool in that aspect that it literally has a historical tie to it. So um, for me, that's that was another big selling point is that I I am selling things from a a quote unquote bygone era. Um, But like to be able to look back and say, like, this building does have history. Yeah, that's really cool. And I'm selling history in it kind of thing. So tell us about what you are actually selling in the store. What's the name of the store? So it's going to be Retro and Rad. It's still my same name. The name is Retro and Rad. Yep. Everything's going to be the same. Branding's the same. Everything's the same. Um, I'm just expanding. So uh, here I'm going to have... um, I'm kind of framing it as like 80s and 90s nostalgia, video games, toys. I'm going to do some like Funko Pops and stuff like that, that like collectibles that people like um, in little spurts and stuff like that, that have to do with like pop culture of those eras. Yeah. So kind of just covering all of my bases with that. Um, But it's going to be, I would say like when, if you have been or if you've followed my antique store page, it's the same. I'm, I'm still keeping that, but I had kind of kept it pre-millennium there. As far as video games, I tried to keep it mostly. Like, I didn't really pass PlayStation 1. Okay. Is what, I kind of drew my own line there. And yeah. I, I didn't put, I had all these other games and stuff, but I didn't put them in there. But here, I'm just kind of expanding it to all video games because technically PlayStation 2 is retro. We need a retro video game store in, right. in our area. Right. We don't have one anymore. One that actually we... stays open more than four hours a week, too. Which one was that? Save Point. Yeah. I never even went to that. I went to it it's when because they were closing. never open. Well, Yeah, they were never open. Well, that and then Just Press Play closed. No, Play and Trade. Play, or yeah. they moved. Play and Trade. Play and they Trade moved. moved. They're not closed. They moved. They're at well, the old GameStop. Just yep. so you know, that van's still out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's I've, got flat tires. Yeah. I was going to say, I've that. made that joke well, probably seven times. Yeah. <laughs> it's just chilling. I was like, that thing's been moved for yeah, months. Yeah. Play, play and Trade moved out to uh, the Hamden Commons. 
Where the old want, GameStop was. If you want to buy that van and throw it retro and rad, I don't want to buy the van with like four flat tires. Say it's like eight hundred bucks <laughs> just to get new tires on it. Yeah. Well, either way, I could just get it towed for you. Okay. Like probably for seventy five bucks. Okay. Okay. We could just <laughs> go tow it. We could just take the. We could just take the van tonight, right now. I'm not saying <laughs> that. I'm saying buy the van. I, un- I understand. Keep the what Zelda you're stickers. And I understand Mario what you're saying. It. I understand. Throw what you're a saying. little retro and rad I understand sticker what you're on saying. it. They're like throwing up retro and rad. Yeah. For people that have no idea what the hell we're yeah, talking about, sorry. Pretty there's much. this van next to the side of the road. Yes. On this road near us, for the video game store that moved, but they never bothered to move their van. It's been yes. sitting there for like six months. It's easy. like an advertisement yeah. van. Well, it would be the van they would go like travel to an event. In, I was going to ask, did they, they ever have, use that van? Because I never no, saw it. They move. just have it parked at the end of the parking lot that's closest to the road so people see it and they're like oh zelda oh mario oh that dude from metal gear solid and then you they know, pull in now solid and all snake. they all they have yeah, well, is Aldi. Yeah. 69 nice 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 well now they pull in and all they have is aldi yeah, yeah that's because it's, it's all aldi. aldi now yeah i mean like they're gonna pull in expecting zelda and it's just aldi and, and aldi is a grocery store it's a it's discounted grocery store i'm scanning the pizzas in aldi and i'm thinking i bought uh, an Atari 7800 in this spot. Yeah, maybe. Jeez. Yeah, anyway. I hope you don't. No, what? I didn't. I bought a power supply for one there, though. Ugh. Either way. Why not? Why would you? This was like 12 years ago. Okay. It was the only <laughs> I had game in better town. To do. Yeah. Wait, that store was open 12, oh, yeah. 12 years ago. Yeah, it was a while Dang. ago. I don't know if it was 12, but it was like It's part a of a franchise. Ago. It's not it's not a it's not a locally owned store. Mm. I mean, it's locally owned, but it's part of locally a franchise. Locally franchised. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Um, it's not a homegrown business. Gotcha. Anyway, it doesn't have sweet GameStop stonks though. Yeah, but it is in the old GameStop. Yes, it is. So, but yeah, so that's. Uh, I mean, like besides that, uh, that's really the only thing that was around here. But the the market that I'm hitting that's not here at all is the toy market, and yes. that's huge because there's nobody. It, it, there's nobody for that. You can go to antique malls all day, but you're going to find like maybe five toys, like maybe one He-Man or whatever, but you're not going to find a wall of He-Man or something in any of those spots. And people are buying toys. Right. People are buying toys. Well, and especially from New Cumberland, you got to drive 20 minutes to get to any of those antique places. Like you're either going out towards like Lewisbury, you're going down to York, mm-hmm. or you're going like my way towards Carlisle where I work. Carlisle, Hershey. Yeah. yeah. Like there's no like, market for that right in that general area i mean so. the lemoyne one but other than that's that, true yeah other sorry, than that, there's that nothing one. there's not toys though. there's not they don't have toys in there no they're they're very strictly antiques i bought some sweet craftsman tools in there once though nice nice <laughs> nice so you just got the store you mm-hmm. just signed papers you got the key what are you dealing with right now in your head? I'm going to Disney. Oh, sorry. I thought that was the question. <laughs> no. Uh, what am I dealing with in my head? Oh, my God. Why yeah. would you ask that? You don't well, want to know. Like, all right. Not like that. But like. And how does that make you feel? Okay. This yeah. therapy session is getting recorded. It's not, it's not that. Um, Like, wh- what's next steps? Like, what have you realized that you needed to do? A lot. What haven't she done that you still need a to lot. do? <laughs> the, the thing is about this, when I, when I, I think I get what you're saying. When I signed the lease and I got the keys, I thought all I got to do is move my shit in, put it on stuff and we're done. I mean, like essentially that's what I thought. But then I realized as I started doing this, like 
there are things that you don't think about yeah that you need to do when it comes to owning a business um outside of like legal things it's like who's gonna buy the toilet paper for the bathroom oh that's yeah. me oh you have to buy a register yeah you have to like you I have saw to your put an- story today you, you bought a register but oh there's God. no <laughs> there's no like coin area okay so yeah i had like murphy's law just like happening this week because i said out loud i said oh i need everything to go right this week so i can decide on an opening date and that was my problem i said it i spoke to the universe Mm -hmm. and it did not um so i bought i bought i have a register like i have a physical register i bought a square register but um i bought a cash drawer last night at staples after i was done yeah drove over to staples picked one up real quick and I brought it over today, and I opened the box up. I took it out of the packaging. I popped open the drawer, and there was no cash drawer. It was just the cash just drawer, the no tray, no coin slots, oh. nothing. And I was like, "What are you going to do with that? How the fuck did this pass QA? Like, who? Also, oh, was supposed to have it. It was yeah. supposed to have it. It was in the picture. It Ew. was supposed to have it. it was Someone to- returned it." Without the cash register, I don't know. It was still in the wrapping and everything when I took it out. Mm. So like, I think somebody just messed up at Honeywell. Mm. But yeah, no, like there's things like like that. Like you know, it was just like little things that you don't like exit signs. It was exit signs the other day. I wasn't thinking yeah. about that, but you got to buy an exit sign and put it above your door because legal fire reasons. Code. Yeah, yeah, and fire yeah. code things like that. There's just, just like you don't think about these things until you're like, oh yeah, like I have a running list on my phone of just like dumb shit that I didn't think about. Yeah, but I'm gonna have to pick it up at Target next time I go because I need it for there. Like, yeah, it sucks. How about like signage for the outside of the store and stuff like that so i am working on that actually i had to submit a permit application to do that with the borough so that's another Another legal thing that i had to yeah i've been like navigating a lot of bureaucratic crap but um the oldie town association yeah um but i have a lighted sign out front above the window so i am working with a guy uh who my husband knows owns this like sign place yeah and they're doing a sign for me, and then I'm going to get a vinyl decal on my door. Awesome. So I'll have signage there. Um, but that's another thing that's, like, in the works, but I don't necessarily need that to open kind of thing, so I'm not – I haven't been pushing that as hard. I've been, like – it's hard to prioritize everything when everything's a priority. Sure. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at in, in all of it is, like, yeah, I have to do all of this stuff, but – I kind of have to prioritize, like, what can I do to open at this point? Yeah. I feel like once you actually have everything set up and opened, you can still have stuff in your back area that then you can, like, on downtime or no one's in there, you can be like, all right, let me search up prices or let me test stuff. There's a lot of things that I'll be able to do once I get the door open. And you're going to be buying and selling stuff all the time. Right, exactly. Buying especially or doing trade credit or whatever, right? Right. I haven't quite figured out how I'm going to log trade credit yet. That's the one thing I'm trying to figure out. I would just add like an extra 5 or 10%, right? Yeah, but no, I have to like log each person's credential. of that. Like being you know, at, being able Scott to catch them back out. Well, I just haven't looked into my my POS system yet. Say you like, just need like loyalty program, right? I just like have to before. figure out how that's yeah. gonna work. So there's a lot of, like there's stuff like and, th- and this week I'm waiting on my internet to go in. I still don't have internet. That's going in this week. So un- until I do that, I'm waiting on that for setting up the register, setting up my security system, things like that. You know, um, 
they're, they're big things, but I can't do it until the internet's in. Yeah. Well, I guess something so. maybe a little different than your um, American Daydreams location is actually accepting, like, cons- not necessarily consignment, but, like, is that a goal of this store? Versus, like, do you do that in your your antique shop location? So the, they they don't really... There's only a few people like they know that they've done consignment with, but uh-huh. it's just mostly vendor based. So they'll like outright buy stuff from people for sure, right. but they don't really consign. Yeah. Um, and that's not really my goal. I have a couple of people who I know that have like small businesses themselves, like a side hustle. So you're not you just know? looking to take in people's yeah. stuff. It's more your curiosity. No, I'd be yeah. there. I'd be there all day if if she was looking for that. Right. I know she's yeah. not looking for right. that. Right. I'm not necessarily being like, hey, Bo, I know you sell games. Why don't yeah. you bring your games over and I'll take a I'll take a fee no, and this then is her thing. This is gonna yeah. be Well me. I guess I, I consignment's probably the wrong word, but like will you buy stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 And oh, I know no. we were talking about as like, soon as she got the credit. keys, I was like, Hey, I got some video games and he shit. Dropped off, like, Which is two a huge slightly different model than what you were doing previously. I dropped off two big boxes and I was like Take your time, look through it, tell me what you want, like, which we probably shouldn't have done. I should have been like, give me a fucking price right now. <laughs> but I didn't want to take too long. I felt bad, like, taking like two days to get back to you. I, <laughs> I, I, I always hit you up being like, hmm, what's going on? I just got so fucking busy. I know. I mean, obviously, you're so busy. And right. that's also why I was like, I should have just said something like, just give me a price. Let's get to a give price, a right, price now. right now. In mm-hmm. the sense, because you are so busy right now, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm glad that you got, you literally got to me at the right time where I was like, cool. And it was the right price that I wanted. So I dropped yeah. off like an Xbox 360 with controllers, uh, headphones and like 37 games, There's a bunch of games. Yeah. Like a shit ton of games, but they're all like Xbox 360 games, you know? So they're all like first person shooters and stuff like that. Yeah. But all like random stuff. And then like a SNES, a Nintendo, a bunch of Nintendo games, some PS1 titles, a bunch of stuff. But like we got to a price that I wanted, you mm-hmm. know, like I was happy with that. Yeah. So it was good because I wanted to help her out. I also wanted to help my closet out, which is getting way too overcrowded with shit. Great. So I was just like, let me just clear some shit out that I don't want to list right now. You know, and just see what can help Kelly out with stocking her shelves and stuff. Right. Yeah, that was a big help. Um, yeah. Like with with the like first two days I got in there, it was like you, and then I got like two other like lots of big lots of stuff that I had like found, and I was just like trying to like piece through all that. And I was like, all right, I'm doing bows first because I need to get him. Like, yeah. I need to pay him. But, like, I finally today just got done, like, cleaning up everything. And, like, yeah. from, from I like, saw three the lots. Super Nintendo that I brought you, which was, like, my original Super Nintendo. Oh. But she cleaned it up. Mm-hmm. It's like a brand new Super Nintendo. It mm-hmm. looks like a brand new Super Nintendo. Mine, I mean, it looked a little old in the yeah. sense. But, yeah. but not your like yellowed Super Nintendo. It, have been a little it was I think at the bottom half was yellowed yeah. a little bit. But okay. Yeah, no, it um it cleaned up pretty well. Like, most of the stuff that he brought in was pretty like it's it's just I needed 
essentially needed some shelf warmers. You know, I yeah. don't want to open up and, and look like, oh, you don't have any, you know, you got a bunch yeah. of toys, but you don't have enough games. Like I felt like I was kind of lacking in because I was selling so many online. I was lacking yeah. in the game department. And, um, I kind of wanted to buff that up a little bit and I definitely have enough now. I just need to work through testing a lot of it and getting some prices on it um, in the coming weeks. Yeah. And so you're going to put stickers on everything? Mm-hmm. All right, good. Yeah. What do you have in mind on bringing in customers or like bringing in clientele and like keeping them there? Like maybe events or something like that. Do you have anything in yeah, mind? Yeah. Um, my goal, my original goal before I even signed the lease to this place was whatever I end up doing, wherever I end up with, you know, if I if I end up with a shop, my goal was to use that as a way to give back to my community first and foremost. So yes, it's profitable, but I also want to use that as uh, a platform to share these hobbies with everybody in, in the area because there is not really a place to do that here. Yeah. Um, and I want to be able to open my shop and share that with people when it's, when we're safe and allowed. Um, I want to be able to host game nights, be that, uh, you know, I don't know, magic, the gathering tournament, D and D night, smash brothers, you know, whatever, like you name it. I kind of want to just be like, hey, I got a spot. You know, I want to hold a swap meet. You know, if you want to come yeah. in and trade Pokemon cards, I don't care. Like, I don't have Pokemon cards, but use my space to do that. Live Precisely podcasts. We yeah. could be like Kevin Smith. <laughs> That's what my friend said. He was like, I'm not even kidding. That'd be this. a fun idea. We oh, could yeah. do this podcast at the show. So have some friends over for like a game night, but do a live podcast. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. That could be awesome. Yeah. Like, I just want to be able to provide a space, a safe space to come to as somebody who's in the toy collecting hobby, video game collecting hobby, trading card game, board game. I don't care what you do. It all kind of finds falls under the same wheelhouse. And I want to be able to provide that space for people to come to and be like, yeah, this is a cool place to hang. Oh, yeah. So that's what I want. To, I want to be able to open that up and, and keep people coming in with that, too. Also, just my beautiful personality and all that. Beautiful customer service. <laughs> uh huh. That's it. <laughs> so, so you're keeping your other storefront, your other stand, mm-hmm. which the is, daydream will continue. Yeah, mm-hmm. the daydream continues. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's it's too good there. I told the owner. I said. When I told him about this, he's like, well, what's your plan? And I said, well, you're going to have to pry me out of there when I'm cold and dead in the ground. Yeah. I mean, you have a great location. There. I love it there. I love yeah. all, I love the vendors. Yeah. I love the vendors, the owners. We're like, we're like family now. Like, mm. it's just a great spot to be. I'm really thankful that I started there and they gave me so much to grow off of. Yeah. So, yeah. So you have a huge window at this new spot. What are you showcasing in the window right now? Currently, um, I just kind of threw a smattering in there right now. Um, I kind of wanted to showcase while I'm setting up what it is. Because I'm sure people are walking by, they see the logo, and they're like, I don't know what that is, because it doesn't really say anything. Yeah, retro and rad. What I gotta say, drive down past there. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been down there. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to so go I, beer over there. Yeah. So I threw in a bunch of, like, nostalgic stuff. 
There's like a Care Bear mm-hmm. in there. There's like some Ghostbusters. I got Castle Grey Skull. I've got a Nintendo. I don't know what else. Are got, there like, any a, Nickelodeon boomboxes? Not in there. <laughs> not yet. I might move it over there. I thought you about it. You have a prison CRT. I do. I found a. Oh, I like found, the clear Where did ones. you get that? Yes. Where did I, you get okay, that? Okay, so. It's my, not like we're far from the prison or anything. No, my friend and I went down to uh, we went down to a toy show in Greencastle, and on the way back we stopped in Carlisle. We stopped at Grand Illusion, got some grub, got some cider. It's delicious, and uh, we stopped at a couple of antique malls in town. And we were walking through, and I saw this prison TV. And which was one like, was it at? Uh, the one like. I think it's the Carlisle Antique Mall, the one that's yeah, like like right in there. town, right yep. there. Yeah, yeah, there on How uh, much was North it? Hanover Street. Uh, fifty, I think. Dang. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, like it was a, so weird. It was a right on the money so price, good. but it was. Yeah. I always low key wanted a prison TV just because <laughs> they were so cool, but the one that I had gotten originally that I thought like would fit in a window was not going to fit there. Yeah. It was too big. And so this one was the right size and I just saw it and I was like, Oh yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> for it. For all of you that are nostalgic for your time in prison. But like, yes, it's kind no, of got I, that nineties so vibe, cool. you know, like it's they like had that those, see-through vibe, the yeah. see-through yeah. phones the and everything. Yeah. I was just yeah. thinking that it's like, yeah, that's such all a the like, 90s mm-hmm. art style. Yeah, yeah, everything was see-through. You could yep. see all the electronics. So that's I, I threw that in the window and I have a VCR I got from my friend. And um, one of my one of my fellow vendors, her uh, fiance makes VHS tapes. He takes media from yeah. like free media and he takes it and he compiles it. So he made a tape that was like, I don't remember. I think he calls it Time Machine 1990s or something. And he compiles six hours of free footage and throws it on a VHS tape. That's awesome. What is free footage? So it's like. Of the 90s. It's like commercials. kinds of things. Commercials. Like he has like the Ninja Turtles on Oprah interview on there. Like some intros to like sitcoms and stuff. Like it's just 90s. And this is what he does? For fun, yes. See, I follow That's a whole. Amazing. I follow a yeah. whole website. It's like a torrent sharing website, but it's all like lost and found kinds of VHS yeah, media. Right. It's called My Spleen, and it's all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like TV broadcasts that only yeah. went once, commercials that mm-hmm. somebody randomly had archived. Right. That kind of stuff when is so I, much yeah. fun. Yeah. When I auctioned off a bunch of VHS tapes, people were more interested in the home videos mm-hmm. that I had in those lots. They're like what's in this you know like right. what what did you record is it home videos or is it like a tv show with like commercials? taped off right. tv that's right. what people that's are what that's what people want, want. i'm like shit like yeah I find like that I lost need, doctor like who I episode even, yeah i didn't realize this yeah. yeah it's it's crazy but like it was the perfect thing because my my envisionment of the window was to have a tv with like that's some running. sort of 90s yeah. 80s yeah. cartoons stuff like that running to draw people in it's awesome and that's exactly what it is. It's six hours yeah. of footage. I can just leave run and people can walk up and be like, oh, I remember that commercial or whatever. And like people have been walking by and there are kids and parents and they're like pointing at things and people are smiling and you're like, that's exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wanted people to be like, hey, I remember that or I had that as a kid and this was what I did and like whatever. Like, that's all I really want to come from this. Like, if you can walk in and you get a good memory out of it, that's pretty good. So, 
That's yeah. awesome. That's that's currently what's in the window, but I plan on changing it, you know, with time and holidays and things like that. Yeah. So. So what are the struggles of it? The struggles. Uh, I think the struggles is just that there's only one me. <laughs> yeah. And there's only 24 hours in a day and you have to sleep and eat and things like that. And you're not bringing in money right now. Well, no, not. I mean, I am bringing are, in money but, passively, yeah. but I'm not the actively bringing in money. Yeah. Yes. So, but that, I mean, that's the one thing that's like, I know this month I'm not going to make enough sales in you know, on eBay because I'm not actively listing or I'm maybe my sales will dip at daydream because I'm moving stuff around. I don't know. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I, I don't know. So what else? Like, what other things do you need to do before you open? Um, mainly a lot of the stuff that I, I'm trying to decide an opening date by the end of this week. Um, just to get it out there for, first of all, publicity's sake. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of all riding on if... The internet goes inappropriately this week, and I don't get any hitches in that. Mm -hmm. um, and then these displays that you're going to help me move, we kind of had to amend our original idea because, like I said, this building is so old. We were initially going to like mount some things on the walls, but the walls are like horsehair plaster, horsehair plaster yeah. so there's like no studs on the one side. Um, so we kind of had to amend it, and we have to create these bases, mm -hmm. um, which is what you're going to help us move just to make sure that they fit over there. Um, but like making sure that the bases are good and everything's good from that and we can start mounting the slat wall. So it's kind of like if the bases are fine and if the internet goes in fine, then I can determine a date from, yeah. from the end of this week. Um, but it's all kind of riding on that right now, which is stressful because a, the internet isn't, is out of my hands <laughs> and B, the are they giving you some shit with the internet? Like, are they like being like, uh, no, but I'm just, it's an old building and you, I, I just, I can't, I don't feel like I can, uh, concretely like be like this uninstall is going to go perfect. Like, I just feel like yeah. there could potentially be a hitch somewhere. They run into some sort of snag, you know, I, sure. that's why I'm like, as long as that gets in fine, that, that yeah. is going to be huge for me because obviously you can't run your point of sales. Yeah, I mean, like my that. job actually took like almost a year for us to get internet at our new location. Oh, wow. Which was like the hardest part, you know, for us to be like, okay, like they just bought a half a million dollar fucking warehouse. Right, yeah. But we can't get internet there for right. for I mean, whatever reason. For you know? me, I think it's, I don't think it's going to be an issue there. Are, like I said, there are apartments above me, so there's already lines. I'm going to have to imagine that a business that was the, maybe their prior had there had was. something. The other thing, so the one thing about this place is that it's been sitting vacant for a little while because, so there was a book, what I was told is there was a bookshop there for like 60 years run by like a husband. 60. Yeah, like a yeah. husband and wife team. I kind of remember. And then the husband passed away, the wife sold the business, and they ended the lease. So when they did that, the property, I guess they probably tried to lease it again, but it didn't go well. So they Somebody just, moved in for like a few months, I think. They started, yeah. So then they put money into renovating. 
so they've completely renovated. They did the flooring. They painted everything. It looks it looks nice. Yeah. Um, and then after that was finished, COVID hit. Nobody was opening a small business, so it sat vacant essentially another year. Yeah. And then I came along. So this place has been empty for a little while. So um, I don't know the last time internet was run in there or if it was run in there. You know, so that's the other thing yeah. is like, I just don't know what I'm getting into with that. Yeah. So I kind of have to be like, fingers crossed, everything goes fine. Um, But yeah, I mean, it, it'll get in eventually. It just like, is it going to take a day or is it going to take three days? Yeah, you know? for sure. So I just need to make sure that I can account for that time. For sure. Well, I'm very excited for Retro and Rad and to see what comes of it. I'm excited too. I'm I'm really excited. Uh, right now, it feels like a lot because it is a lot, and yeah. and I'm just like I keep saying I'm just one human, and everybody is like really kind, and they're all very supportive, and they're like, "How can I help?" And I I appreciate all that, and I will call on that help. But like right now, it's been like you need to fill out these forms, you need to take care of this because this is under your name. So it's a lot of like me things that I had to do to like line everything up yeah so it all worked out like yeah. that's so once we get over a couple humps we should be good and yeah. we can start doing the fun things like you know moving the inventory and that kind of stuff and setting an opening date having smash brother tournaments yeah dude they're gonna the business association's gonna uh, business association's gonna do a ribbon cutting cool that's awesome dude with the mayor i don't know they mayor said doug they said they're going to do a ribbon cutting for me, though. Yeah, there you go. So it's going to be old fish. Good. Let me get some big scissors. Awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Yeah, I'm stoked. Real stoked. So, uh, yeah, since it's uh, St. Patty's Day, we're so happy for you, Kelly. Thank you. Um, let's talk about our luckiest of pickups or video game related luck or just luck in general. Sam, you want to start us off? Mine's kind of a quick one, but the, I think the luckiest like pickup related thing, more the opposite, was luck as far as selling things went. I think the luckiest I ever got was a time where I was switching from having like all flash cart like retro consoles to um, the Retron like emulation system. Mm -hmm. So I decided to list all my flash carts on eBay and. At the same time, I didn't realize that flash carts were like impossible to find. Like they weren't being manufactured at the moment. So I listed it on eBay and I was just like, you know, I figured I paid like a hundred bucks for this. Like if I get somewhere close to that, I'll be happy. So I was just like, I'll start the bidding at five bucks and just see how it climbs from there. Not knowing the market yeah. for this stuff at the time. And I think the Super Nintendo flash cart that I sold that time sold somewhere in excess of like six or seven hundred dollars because Jesus. it was that high in demand and like oh my god yeah like i didn't have any clue that it was like i wasn't like into like trading or selling or anything like that but it had to be probably the luckiest thing i've ever tried to sell of like my retro video game collection wow hands down oh yeah that's lucky but that's about it yeah, I mean, to me, like, I was thinking about this, too, and it would be just, like, picking up 
the majority of the kiosks that I own, which are my favorite things that I do own in my collection, are my kiosks. But most of them I found from luck in the sense, and I got at a very lucky price. Um, what kicked it off was I bought a PS2 kiosk that I found on eBay, and that one I probably paid the most you know, relatively to what it is. Um, but after that, I got the kiosk hunt in my eyes and I, I just wanted more kiosks. And I started talking to people and J-Bam official uh, from Team One Upham, who started Team One Upham, he, uh, he got in contact with me and he was like, hey, I got a Wii U kiosk. I got an Xbox kiosk. I got, he probably like mentioned another kiosk too, but it's like, I want the Wii U and I want, you know, the, the Xbox kiosk. And he's like, what do you got? And I was just like, I got a bunch of shit. He's like, I'll take whatever you got. Let's just trade it out for price for price, you know? And I'm like, okay, cool. So I, at the time I had like seven PS2, six PS1 systems, bunch of games a bunch of like weird shit i bunch of fucking nintendo power magazines that are probably worth so much goddamn money right now i think about that all the time actually now (laughs) i'm so sorry i mean i do too like you sold you sold them all to me for a dollar a piece i think yeah because you were yeah you just took the lot and you i was like i'll take them all for a hundred bucks yeah and i think they were like 110 or something and then i sold them to jay for 200 bucks Essentially, I was yeah. like, I want two, two bucks a piece. Right. Either way, yeah. Now they're all worth like eighteen hundred dollars. Think about that a lot. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I actually asked him about like recently. I saw that there was a certain Pokemon card in one of them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't think it was in there. No, I, I asked him. I, was I like, don't think any of them had any of their inserts or anything. Oh, uh, they all had their posters, I believe. I don't think they all had their posters. Okay. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Probably not. But I was like, hey, make sure you don't have this card or you have this card because this card's worth like 700 bucks. And he's like, I don't have this card. I'm like, okay, good. I'm glad you checked. <laughs> he did check. You That's know. good. Um, uh. But yeah, like all the kiosks, very lucky to acquire. Like even before that, I acquired a World of Nintendo cabinet that I found on Craigslist that I traded Jay for my Dreamcast kiosk, which I absolutely love. Um, besides that, I mean, just everything. Like, I don't know. Like, a lot of my collection is is luck. A lot of my, like, favorite pieces that I have, I won from actually gambling, you know, which is all luck-based uh, with raffles. You know, I'm looking down here. There's that Pikachu that a Pikachu 3DS that is rated at like a 9.0 on VGA or something. It's like sealed and everything. You know, I won that for 30 bucks. So it's all lucky. But like that, like some, I, I looked it up. Someone has it on eBay right now for 1500 bucks. Like the same thing, you know, same VGA rating and all that. But yeah, I mean, video game collecting is lucky when you're, doing raffles and just talking to people and like getting good deals. Like I just picked up a, a huge wonder Swan lot where I was like hesitant to ask a guy like, 
how much do you want for it all, you know, or whatever. He's like, I'm selling my, my Wonder Swan crystal. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, how much? And he's like, 90 bucks. I'm like, oh, that's a good deal. You know, like, sure, I'll, I'll get that. And he's like, I'm selling a few RPG games too. I'm like, show me which ones. And he like showed me a picture of 12 of them. And I was like, okay, that's a lot of games. And they all look good, like good quality games. And they're all complete in box. And I asked him, I'm like, I'm hesitant to ask you this, but how much for everything? And he's like, well, I wanted 200 for everything with, with the crystal actual wonder Swan plus these games, but I'll do them all for 160. Like the twelve games plus the Wonder Swan for one sixty. I'm like, here's one sixty. Like right away, here's my money. Take it. Uh and then I got it in the mail and I threw him an extra twenty bucks. I was like, Thank you. Like I didn't think you were gonna send it to me. Like I showed you Kelly right away. I was like, mm-hmm. I think this is I think I'm going to get scammed. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he said, look at this. I think I'm getting scammed, but I paid anyway. <laughs> yeah. Because it's worth it. And then he was like, also, do you want my other Wonder Swan? <laughs> yeah. But you got a good Wonder Swan for, now I do. for a but decent I price. Have a game yet. <laughs> I'll give you a game tonight. Oh, you don't do that. We'll see. <laughs> but um, either way, like, I mean, we all get lucky, you know, yeah. when it comes to video game pickups and stuff. I agree. How about you? I was thinking on this for a while, and it's hard to just narrow down, like, the luckiest pickup ever, um, because I feel like I get lucky with a lot of them. Um, But one that stood out to me within, like, the last year or so was a woman that was selling... I, I don't know how I got this. I don't. But she just, like, it just said, like, video games or something in the title, like, on yeah. Facebook Marketplace. And it was just like a milk crate, like a picture of a milk crate that was like obviously in a shed and nothing was laid out. It was all just like jumbled in there. But I could see like Super Mario 64, like Mario 3 and like a couple other like quality titles. And she wanted 40 bucks for it. So I was like, all right, I'm on my like I was literally like I was at like Target or something. And I was like, I can be there in like 10 minutes. And she's like, "Okay." So I went over. I picked up the crate. I drove home. I emptied it out. There were titles in there, like, there was a boxed Bible buffet. There was some other Wisdom Tree titles. There was, yeah, it had everything. Like, there were, and then there was, like, you know, GoldenEye 007. Then there was, like, Super Mario 64 with the box. There was, like, there were, like. mom sold their shit. Yeah, it was, (laughs) like, a quality collection. And then, on top of it, there was, like, weird titles that you wouldn't normally find that were like hidden under it that I had no idea about. Like I thought I was just getting like, you know, good quality flip titles for 40 bucks. And then I'm unearthing like other titles where I'm like, Oh shit. Okay. All right. Now we're cooking. So like that was, I was probably like my best pickup, but like, I feel like my luckiest moment was, and it's weird because I was, I was in college. I was a junior and I was home. I think on like a winter break or something. And I went to the ATM. I think I went to deposit my work check or something for that week. So I was depositing my check in the ATM. And I parked far enough away, apparently, that I had to like crack open my door and lean out to the ATM to to put my check in. 
And as I did that, I looked down and there was $40 on the ground. It was a Sunday. Bank was closed. Nobody was around. There were no cars ahead of me, no cars behind me, no cars in the parking lot. 40 bucks just on the ground. So I picked it up, like finished depositing my check, like kind of waited around a little bit. Nobody showed up. So I went home and I'm a broke college kid. So I was like 40 bucks in my pocket. What am I going to do? I went to eBay and I found um, a Nintendo 64 with like a game or two and like two controllers and a memory card or something for like 60 bucks. Because this was, this was different times. This was 2012 (laughs) or whatever. And I was like, sweet, this will be great. I can't wait to play, you know, Goldeneye in my apartment with my friends. Like, this is going to be so fun. So I remember just ordering, I think it was like Perfect Dark. And there was like, I can't remember what the other game was. I remember ordering that on eBay for like 60 bucks. Because I remember it was like, I basically paid for the whole thing with my found money. And I got it in the mail. And that kind of like kickstarted the whole like everything it kick kickstarted everything because that was like nice. the first console i went out and like bought that was older yeah. because like i had my old consoles that i kept but that was like my first like retro console that i went out and was like i'm gonna buy this for nostalgic purposes and that kind of kicked off my collecting and that was like it was 40 bucks that i found and i thought like this will be a good thing it'll be fun we'll have a good time and I bought I bought so many games like that year for Nintendo 64, and it was so fun. We had a great time playing it in college. And that was, like, the luckiest thing because it was free money. Oh, yeah. So that was, my, that was my big luck, I feel like. That's awesome. Thanks. I liked it all. This was a very lucky podcast indeed. I think so. I think we have a lot of luck happening right now for all of us. I'd say right there, Seamus. Seamus, short legs, it's still short legs, <laughs> and still Seamus. He's short because he has no legs. But I'm very grateful, very grateful for everything. But yeah, no, I, th- I think this was a great cast. And uh, I'm really happy and excited for you, Kelly, to like see what happens with the store. Yeah, like, excited to share it with everybody oh on here. Oh my god, it's going to be retro and rad. It's, it's going to be, be rad insane. and retro. I can't wait. I'm stoked. I'm, I'm so excited. I mean, I don't want to promise anything, but like, I might, you know, I might bring a kiosk or two over. Oh. Just to, just to like have a little, a little fucking uh, Smash Brothers night. Oh. Or okay. a Dynamite Cop night. Oh my God. Or uh, something, something night. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. I, it literally is a blank slate. Yeah. And I'm so excited that I have the opportunity to create on that. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Thank you guys for joining us on this podcast. Thank you, Sam and Kelly, for joining me on this podcast. You're welcome. I'm yeah. here anyway. But- I know. I know. <laughs> I'm contractually obligated to be here. I appreciate it. (laughs) Uh, Please follow us at Precisely Podcast on Instagram. Uh, If you're not following us on Instagram yet, you can follow us on Facebook as well uh, at Precisely Podcast. We have a YouTube channel too, which 
might be hard to find us, but just search <laughs> Precisely Podcast. Just search YouTube. Rule 34. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Search Rule 34. 69. Uh, nice. <laughs> rule 34 Precisely Podcast. Like, on I'm kind of kidding, but I'm not because you'll actually find us. You'll probably you find us then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Guess which episode has the most views? <laughs> 34. Um, which it's probably not episode 34. No, it's not episode no. 34. No. But either way, uh, we do have shirts, hoodies, and maybe that's it right now. Precisely.live. Precisely.live. Go to our website. Check those out. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We're up to episode 69. God damn it. I love you guys. (laughs) Have a good night, everyone. And we out. We out. We out.